There's something about that name, right? Jesus. Just say it real softly tonight. Jesus. Jesus. Yes, Lord. Right now, I just want you to grab your fears, your anxiety, your worries, and just say, Jesus. Jesus. And just play softly. Just play some instruments behind. Jesus. Lord, you told us to cast all of our cares upon you. It's in these quiet times that you speak. It's in these quiet times that you minister within our hearts. Jesus. Jesus. As you're feeling the pressures of life getting stronger, know your victory is getting closer. Something's about to break. Just hold on and just speak out. Jesus. pressure cooker? Anybody? Everybody got it real good in here? It's getting crazy out there. That's why we got to get closer to him. Got to get closer to him. And the thing that hurts my heart is Christians that are just falling to the side, getting all caught up in the world, getting all caught up with stuff, because we ain't seen nothing yet. This world's about ready to like a per or the old percolator, remember that? How it used to just pop. But Lord, I'm staying close to you. And this is what you said to us, Lord. If we would make a decision to build our house on the word of God, on the rock, then when the storms of life come, oh, they're going to beat against us. They're going to rattle us. But we're going to come out smooth. Come on, anybody know what I'm talking about? I've been through some pretty big storms in my life. Things that I just sat down sometimes and my mind was just like, Lord, I just can't believe from these people that they would do that to me and would sit there, almost feel like a nervous breakdown. But I knew I'd get through it because I planted the word of God in my heart and I did no harm to anyone. In fact, I tried to bless them in their endeavors. Always take that bigger step in life. Never let life pull you down. Well, they did this and they... No, no, no. I look at it as we're all wrong. Amen. We've all blown it. We've all made mistakes. But let's get our eyes on Jesus tonight. Can we sing that again? Jesus. Shout Jesus from the mountains, Jesus in the streets, Jesus in the darkness over every enemy, Jesus for my faith. 
love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Come on, church. We love you, Lord. Oh, we love you, Lord. We thank you for this evening. We thank you that we can come and pray. Pray for our children, Lord. We have never seen such an attack on young people. I remember a dozen years ago when they tried to, we don't need boys, just girls, just girls. Take away the masculinity of boys. Now, they just want to rip it out of them altogether. Boys and girls, to confuse them. Well, this is why we pray, church family. The Bible says, if two of us agree on earth, it shall be done. Look, I shared on Sunday. If you weren't here on Sunday, better listen to that message. Amen. I shared on Sunday that we're not going to, you can't pray this stuff away, what we read in the Bible. But what we can do is slow it down. Come on, talk to me tonight. We can slow it down. We can protect our families from it also. Amen. But what the Bible says is going to happen, Scripture will be fulfilled. No if, what's, or but. So you better read your Bible. You better read First uh, Timothy chapter 4, 2 Timothy chapter 3, Mark chapter 13, Matthew chapter 24, and you better know what's going to happen because the Bible prophecy is not to scare us. It's to prepare us, amen, to get us ready for what's coming. Oh, I can't believe what's going on in the world. Look at the Word of God. Amen? Look at the Word of God. In fact, that's what I want to do right now. Go ahead and be seated. Can somebody get me the pulpit over there? Diane, give me my uh, notebook right there. You guys can stay up here. You got to look at the Word of God and what the Word of God says. And the one thing I know about the Word of God is the greater one lives inside of us. Can you get amen on that? Can I get an amen on that? Turn with me to 1 Timothy chapter 6. So I didn't bring my Bible. You have your underwear on? Then you should have your Bible with you, amen? Always have your Bible. As we continue to see this world going crazier and crazier, an attack on godliness, and especially on our young people, we as people of God need to know who the enemy is. We need to know who the enemy is. It's not your neighbor. It's not the teacher. It's not the principal. It's not the school superintendent. It's not even Murphy. There is a spiritual battle going on right now. And you need to know that what's going on in the spirit realm is even more real than what's going on in this natural realm. Well, I don't believe in the spirit realm. Well, then you don't believe in television signals and radio. Can you see a television signal? You're allowed to talk in this church. Have you ever seen a television signal? No, but you put the channel on and it connects, right? All of a sudden you get your channel 2 and 5 and 3,221 and everything else. Same with the radio, same with the internet. It's the same thing with the Spirit of God. Jesus said, you don't see him, but you know he's there. He's like the wind. You don't see the wind, you feel the wind. And you feel the wind within. Look what he says in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 12. It says, 
be passive Christians, lay around, do nothing. No, what does he say? Fight. Fight is a verb. It's an action word. Fight the government. No. Fight your neighbor. No. Now, again, I, I believe we need to go to the, the board of education. Your kids are in school. You need to know what's going on, right? But here he's talking about a spiritual warfare. Look what he says. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold of eternal life to which you were also called and have confessed a good confession in the presence of many witnesses. There's a real devil out there. Those that are parents here, the devil wants your kids. How do you protect your kids? You make sure they get in the word of God every day. I don't care if it's just one little devotional. Every day you plant the word of God into them. I shared with you what I do. In fact, we had our devotional time tonight. It's about Mount Everest, the highest mountain in the world. And then the spiritual application comes in with a little picture and a little something to build their faith at the level that they're at. Amen? There are so many good devotionals out there. But also, read a little bit of the Bible to them. Let them hear the word of God. It builds the strength in them. Listen, turn with me to 1 Peter chapter 2. 1 Peter chapter 2. Matt, be ready with that next set, okay? 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 9. Watch what, what Peter is saying. Here's somebody that hung out with Jesus Christ, and he said, but you are a chosen generation. I'm a chosen people. How about you? You got to see that. We're not here by accident. I read today that they're now they're, they're, they're creating an embryo with no seed and no egg. This is how sick the minds are getting out there. Amen. When you see this mythology of, you know, a, a person's head and a horse's body, that's how sick they were back then. And they're trying to bring this nonsense back. But us, come on, say it with me. I am a chosen generation. Ready? A royal priesthood. A holy nation. What nation do I belong to? I belong to the nation of God, number one. But catch what he says there. You are a royal priesthood. What do priests do? They bring sacrifices for themselves and for others. And that's why we're here tonight. We want to pray. Pray for who? I want to pray for the school systems that I see. I see the hardest school system just about every day. I see the one down the road from my house. I see walk hill as I pass by. On and on. We need to stretch our hands out towards them. Lift them up. Lift up the teachers. Lift up the students. You don't think the teachers are having it rough right now? Godly teachers, the restraint that they're putting on them? It's not a time to fight the teachers. It's a time to pray for them. Amen? Now look what he says. You're a royal priesthood. I'm a priest to God. In this life, I'm a priest. What does a priest do? He prays. He lifts up. He brings sacrifice to God. Isn't it interesting that our prayers are known as incense to God, right? 
Who brings that incense in? The priest. Are you with me, guys? It's the priest. Now watch. We are his own special people. Hello, special ones. Hello, special ones. Hello, special ones. Hello. I'm special to God. Me and God, you know, we can do the statement, God loves me. Thank God he loves everybody, right? But I'm a friend of God. I spend time with him every day. Well, I'm too busy to do that. Then you're too busy. Boy, got quiet in this church tonight. Then you're too busy. I don't care if I have to wake up an hour before there's an appointment. I am up to spend time with God. And I wake up tired just like anyone else. And I wake up rubbing the eyes. But I got to spend time with God. He is my food. He is my portion. He is my life. He is my heart. Without him, I am nothing. Yeah, but you're called to be a minister. I did this for 20 years before I was called to be a minister. And I believe that's the reason why God called me to be a minister because God isn't looking for quality. He's looking for our hearts. He's looking for faithfulness. He's looking for people that'll say, I'll be a royal priesthood, a holy nation. I'll be your own special people that I may proclaim the praises of him who has called me out of darkness into his marvelous light. Who were once were not a people but now we are the people of God. Before I was saved, I was a mess. Anybody else? But now I'm a people of God who has not obtained mercy, but now we have obtained mercy. So I'm a priest to God. What does a priest do? A priest brings sacrifice to God. A priest brings prayers to God. A priest lifts up other people. Why? The Bible says, ye that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak. And watch yourself, lest you also fall down. There are many Christians that don't have the strength, don't have the ability to stand on their own. Many Christians don't understand that there's a spirit realm out there. And, <coughs> excuse me, and the devil wants to take them down. Amen? Let me give you another scripture. Turn with me to Ephesians chapter 6. <coughs> Ephesians chapter 6. Have my bottle of water, Diane. Ephesians 6. Look how the Apostle Paul is giving us inside information. We got the inside scoop, guys. If I was a gambling man, I'd have the inside scoop of what God's going to do, what's going on in our world, what's about to happen. We got the inside scoop. Again, the Bible prophecy is not to scare us. It's to get us ready. But yet so many Christians have their head in the ground like everything is going to be normal again. I've been saying it now for about two and a half years. We're not going back to normal. Jesus is coming back. Amen. There's no if, what's, or buts about it. Oh, no, if Trump gets elected again, it's all going to go back to normal. Church family, get your eyes on God. Amen. Get your eyes on God because he's our only hope right now. Amen. Look what it says here in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 10. Finally, 
my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Oh, I'm so weak. I don't have strength. It's not your might. It's his might. It's his power. It's his anointing in our lives. God has used the most weak people to make the greatest move in our world. Don't look at yourself. Look at Christ in you, the hope of glory. Put on the whole armor of God. We don't get to just pick a piece here and pick a piece there. Put on the whole armor of God. Why? that you may be able to stand against the deceptions of the devil. Do you think there's a little deception out in our world right now? You think there's a little cuckoo-ness going on? I look at even leaders in church and all, and they're doing stuff that you think a little 10-year-old would do, and here they are 25 years old, and you go, what's going on here? Where's the maturity? Where's the spiritual growth? that our young people can look up to us and say, that's the way I want to be. I just want to be their friends. You're not called to be their friends. You're called to be their parents. You're called to be their leaders. You're called to be what they need. They don't need a buddy right now. When they're grown and married, they become your buddy at that point. If you did it right during all the other years. Amen. Thanks for that hearty amen. Thank you. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles, his methods of deception. See, he knows what hits Brandy and he knows how to get into John and to Diane and to myself. And that's why when we see these things coming, look what it says. If we have on the armor of God, we'll be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Having done all to stand, stand. Well, we'll get into that. Hold on. Keep going on. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. There we go again. I'm not wrestling against a teacher. I'm not wrestling against a superintendent, a principal, administrator, a board, whatever it is. I am wrestling against what's going on in the background. I shared with you many times. When I was a young Christian, we had the, the, the Burks were their names. They came to the hedge of love that was run by Bob and Gail Buse. And I was just a young Christian at the point, And I'm sitting there and he she talked. Was it Paul or her? I think it was her. I think it was Paul. He said that he had a vision. In the vision, he saw a big angel, and this angel was standing on top of a manhole cover. And as Christians prayed, he just stood right there. But when Christians stopped praying, the angel had to walk to the side, and the demonic powers were released to go out into the world. How about our homes? If we're praying, I believe we keep things down. I don't know how to pray. Do you know how to talk? Well, I'm a good talker. Talk to God. He's a good listener. Amen. Here it says, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. I'm not wrestling with my wife. I'm not wrestling with John. But I'm wrestling against principalities. Watch. Now, these are the order of Satan's domain. Principalities. Against powers. Against rulers of darkness of this age, and then the highest one against the spiritual host of wickedness in heavenly places. Remember last 
week, not this past Sunday, the week before, we talked about the three heavens. And this is where these fallen angels and demonic powers operate. Watch what it says now. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, say with me, stand therefore. Stand therefore. If you look in Dake's Bible, I know you have it, my brother. You look that up and he brings out, that is an old military phrase that means after conquering in battle, get ready to go into battle again. The devil is relentless. So is the spirit of God within us. So are the angels of God around us. Greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We have the victory through him, but we we have to acknowledge that. We have to know and say, this God is for me. My, you know, but my marriage is falling apart. Keep your eyes on God. He's number one. Well, my finances are going crazy. Keep your eyes on God. Amen? We can lose everything in this world. But if I got God, I've won everything, church family. Amen? Understand that. This world, everything in this world is going to pass away. But what we do in Christ will last us forever. Amen? This life, I, I thank God for all the, God has blessed me beyond words. But you know what? I give it all up for Christ. Come on. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. For all that is in this world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, they are not of the Father. Amen? That's why Jesus said, if your eye offends you, pluck it out. If your arm offends you, cut it off. Better off going to heaven with a missing eyeball and a missing arm than going into hell totally with everything on. Come on, are you with me? Oh, that sounds really tough. Yeah. Jesus said, take up your cross and follow me. He didn't make it sound like this is just going to be wishy-washy. Everything's just going to, no, there's going to be some battles in life. Anybody here got at least one battle in life? Two? A dozen? And having, stand there for having girded your waist with truth. What is truth? What is truth? The word of God. My word is truth is what Jesus said. So if I get the word of God in me, I get my waist on. Amen. Having put on the breastplate of righteousness, where does our righteousness come from? Jesus Christ. Who is Jesus? The word of God. So if I get the word on me, now I got my breastplate of righteousness. Look what it says though. Watch this. Stand therefore having your waist girded with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, having shot your feet with the preparation of the gospel. What is the gospel? The word of God. Wow, you mean every piece of armor is the word of God. You don't think there's a strategy there to get you not to want to read your Bible? Read anything else. Why read from the streams of life when I can read from the little trickles of other people? And I'm not trying to put other people's books down because I read other people's books. But the word of God has to, has to start becoming number one in our lives. Watch this. Above all, taking the shield of faith. Where does faith come from? 
hearing and hearing by the word of God. It's the continual verb. That means you just don't hear it once. It's a continuation of hearing it. And look what happens when you put the shield of faith. Wherewith you'll be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. When I was a kid, I used to do this thing. You get a match, you light it, and you put enough saliva in your tongue, and you put it on your tongue. Anybody do something crazy like that before? You know, you put it on your tongue, and it goes like this. Come on, do that with me. The flame goes out. You want to keep your shield of faith so moist with the things of God that when those arrows get hit at you, they go, is it when you see two Christians going through just about the same battle and one you don't see him in church anymore and the other one is you continue to see him in church what happened one kept that shield out there one fought kept that armor going built their house on a rock I love that scripture it's in Galatians not sure of the chapter, but it says, walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. What does that mean to walk in the spirit? I looked that up and it means to occupy yourself with spiritual things. I don't have time to listen to talk radio. I don't even have time to listen to the news. I know how to get my news. I can get it real quick, amen? I put my time into listening to men and women of God. Well, I don't believe it. I'll show you my phone. Every one of them is men and women of God because I need the word of God. I don't need a bunch of people yelling at the Democrats. And I need a bunch of people yelling at the Republicans, if you know what I'm trying to say. Now, I believe in politics. Listen, if you don't vote, you might as well just say, let, 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 let the United States just go down the pitch. You need to vote. You need to ask God who to vote for. But I don't have to spend years to figure that one out. It's pretty easy to figure out. Just look at their policies. Amen? Amen? All right. Above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith you will quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation. Helmet, salvation. Salvation comes from the word of God. And the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all manner of prayer, the King James says, manner of prayer, pray the prayer of agreement, pray the prayer of intercession, pray the prayer of petition, pray the prayer of a, 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 a binding and loosing, pray the prayer of praying in tongues. There's so many varieties. I don't want to eat steak every day and I don't want to eat a hamburger every day. I want variety in my food. Why wouldn't I want it in my prayer life? Being watchful. See what's going on? I'm not watching Brandy or, or watching a person. I'm watching what's going on in the spirit realm. You can feel something's up. An elderly person came up to me Sunday and said, Pastor, something's up. This guy's been around 80 years. I looked at him and I said, yeah, something's definitely up. And most Christians don't have a clue. Jesus only rebuked 
Christians, well, they weren't Christians at that point, but his followers, for one thing, they didn't understand the time and the season that they were living in. Devils knew it. Have you come to torment us before the time? They knew it. But the people didn't have a clue that the Messiah was right there. And we don't have a clue that the Messiah is going to open the eastern sky and take us home. Something's missing. Something's missing. And all I can do as a pastor is feed you. You got to make that decision what you do after that. I get you for a whole hour a week. Come on, talk to me. And for me, then he says, hey, would you pray for me? And I ask you to, would you pray for me, for Diane, that utterance may be given to us, that we may open our mouth boldly to make known the mysteries of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. That's what it's all about, church family trillion years from now, a thousand years from now, 500 years from now, 100 years from now, we won't remember any of this, but we'll remember what we did for Christ. Amen? So would you stand with me? Here's what I want to do. We're going to sing uh, one or two more songs. If you would like to pray out loud tonight, I need you up here because the camera, they can't hear unless it's going through a mic. So if you want to pray for the children, for our teenagers, for school, then please come up here. Then we'll know how many people are going to pray and have a feel of how this is going to go. But please, we would like some people to come. Gerard, Aaron, come on up. Come on down here. And then we can pray. Amen? Go ahead, man.
make yourself a little prayer area right there where you are. Father, I pray for all the children of any age. Jesus died for you and he was made alive three days later so that you could be righteous. Lord Father, I hope you get them to see the light of God and the love of God, the infinite love of God, the absolute infinite love of God for us. Amen. Amen. Go ahead, Jim. I just want to reaffirm what the pastor spoke today about Ephesians and the authority that we have as believers in Jesus Christ. In our flesh dwells no good thing. But in our spirit, we are powerful. And we take authority over the enemy right now, especially over our schools right now. In Jesus' name, they are being attacked. And I pray in the name of Jesus that the blood of Christ would be poured upon our schools in this community. In Jesus' name, we pray for our teachers, Lord, Father, who are being pressured to, to accept things that are ungodly and, uh, and that uh, displease you, O oh Lord. And Father, we know, as, as the pastor said, we don't fight against flesh and blood. We fight against the principalities and those things that we cannot see. So we come against and we slow them down in the name of Jesus. In 
the county of Sussex especially, because that's what we represent. We represent the county of Sussex. And Father, I pray, oh God, for the teachers. There are many Christian teachers. I know my sister Amanda is a teacher. My daughter's a teacher. And we pray for them, oh God. We pray, Lord, that you would anoint them in the name of Jesus. And that, Father, you would break off this uh, this uh, sex change stuff, Lord, that's going on with, with children. They're being pressured. And, and Father, we know it's of Satan. We know it's not of you, God. You are a good God. But, Father, we know that he is out to, to, to kill and to seek and destroy that which you have created, uh, taking away uh, that man and that woman, Lord. And we pray, Lord, that, Father, you would just uh, reestablish that, God, and slow it down in our schools, Lord. And I pray, oh, God, for a hedge of protection. Father, I pray that for a mighty outpouring of your Holy Spirit on our, on our schools, oh, God. And, Father, we ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much. Your word says, when two or more are gathered, you are in the midst, and we thank you for that. We thank you that you are going to build a young and broken generation that is going to be on fire for you, that children are going to step into the calling that you have on their lives that they never thought possible. Satan, you have no legal right to these children. You let go right now in the name of Jesus because your grip is broken right now in Jesus' name. We speak Jesus over their minds, Jesus over their hearts, Jesus over their lives. Addictions are broken right now in Jesus' name, that you would meet these children where they're at, that you would send angels in forms of teachers, in forms of nurses, in forms of, of uh, aides, and whoever else in Jesus' name. We lift up superintendents, principals, vice principals, that they would stand for truth and be bold for you, and that truth would be abound, and that finances would not be hurt because you're standing up to protect your children. I pray that you would replace the evil, wicked teachers with godly ones, Father God. We lift up children that you would protect your hearts and protect your minds. And that these evil messages, when you would supernaturally change them to messages of your love that would de uh, seep so deep into their hearts that they would know the love that you have for them. I lift up Christian children that they would be bold for you and that they would be so salty of Jesus they would cause others to thirst for you, that you would touch them. They need this touch from you to lead others to know you and take this stance and be a light shining for you in this dark, evil world. We pray that your Holy Spirit would flood the hallways, would flood classrooms, would flood school buses, and that you would just touch them and that revival would start in the school. We thank you, Father God. We love you and know that you hear our prayers and we can have confidence in this. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. To worship. Go ahead, Matt.
just like David slew Goliath, Lord God. Lord, there's giants in our land. They look awfully big, intimidating, Lord, but greater is he that's in us than him that's in the world. So we break every principality and power 
of perversion and recklessness and, and all that we're seeing, Lord. And we thank you, Lord God, that you are gonna pour out your spirit, Lord, that multitudes are in the valley of decision, that millions are still gonna come to know you, Lord, in these last days. So Lord, we just break the deception and the lies over the media, over what's going on in the white, I, I mean, it just turns your stomach, but we break the deception and the lies over a White House, over things that our own governor is passing down, that they're uh, shoving down our throat. We break its power in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, you said wherever two or more are gathered in your name, ask. Lord, we break it. Lord, that there would be repentance, that these men would repent and say, you know what? I need to come clean. And so we break this thing and that the media would stop covering for these people. They just bring the truth out, that it would come to the surface, Lord, that there would be humility, Lord. Lord, you said in your word, if my people will humble themselves, I'll pour out my spirit. So Lord, that yes, that begins with us, Lord. So we're humbling ourselves before you tonight for our nation, Lord. We can't just give up hope and throw up the white flag, Lord. So we believe there's still hope, Lord, not just for us, but for our children and our grandchildren, Lord. They'd be filled with the word of God and that there would be lights in this dark, perverted time that we live in. But we thank you for it, in Jesus' name. children you have said that our sons and daughters will prophesy you have said that our young men and our women will young women will see visions lord and i pray for the, over their hearts i pray that you would plant a seed in their hearts lord in fertile ground down so deep that the enemy cannot touch it the enemy cannot steal that seed lord and you would give them a sense of identity and that you would give them wisdom lord to hear your truth to know your voice and to know their identity in you, Lord, that they would, they would see through the enemy's tactics, Lord. They would see his lies for what they are. They would look at this world and they would just see the brokenness and they would see that all the things that the world is trying to sell them just leads to, to death and to destruction and that they would, be, they would be strong, Lord, from within, that you would give them a strength and they would know who they are in you, Father. I just pray that they would have a strength. They would not look to the right or the left. They would not look to the world to tell them who they are or what they should be or, or what they can do or, or how they ought to behave or live or what they should uh, attain or what they should uh, aspire to, Lord, but they would hear directly from you, Lord. They would hear directly from your Holy Spirit, Lord, who they can be and what you say over them and what you have called them to be and who you have called them into to grow into, Lord. I pray for that they would be so strong in who they are that they would not be affected by this world and that you would raise up a generation, Lord, a, a holy generation, a righteous generation, a royal priesthood, Lord, that they would be different and they would just shine because they are so different from their peers. They are so different from the world around them and that people would see them and it would be a witness that would draw all attention, Lord, to you 
to bring glory to your name and to bring praise and honor to you because people would see that they are different, that something about them is not like the rest of the world and other people would begin to hunger and I pray that it would just grow and it would catch like a fire through our schools and then through our colleges and then through our nation, Lord, and through all the young people that they would become to burn on fire for something more than the emptiness that the world offers, Lord, that they would rise up as a generation that points the way to you, Lord, because even as the darkness grows, Lord, your grace abounds even more, and I pray that this would just catch like a fire throughout our nation. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now, here's what I want us to do. Just put your arms out like this, and let's just grab our children and our grandchildren, and if your great-grandchildren, whatever it might be, if you don't have a child yet, you will one day. surround them and we thank you for your angels being totally around them Lord, protecting them watching over them Lord we can't have eyeballs every second of the day we don't know who they're texting and who their social media and TikTok and everything else Lord, but you do so we pray over them Lord we pray for good kids coming around them positive peer pressure that they grow in you. We thank you that our boys would grow up to be young men and our girls would grow up to be young ladies. We thank you for that. We just surround them right now. Holy Spirit, we surround them. Angels of God, you are commissioned by the voice of Almighty God. Train up a child in the way he should go old, he'll not depart from it. Thank you, Lord, for this. And if you agree, would you say amen? God is good. God is good. Amanda, why don't you come on over here? She wanted to pray and I didn't see her. I, I still don't have eyes in the back of my head. Amen. I'm going to let her wrap up the service, if you don't mind. Well, I'll do the final, the, you know, do the Apart. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so I just stand here tonight in the presence of the body of believers as a public school teacher. And right now, I just pray for the Walk Hill Valley region. I pray for High Point region. I pray for Sussex County schools. We just pray right now a fiery wall of protection over these territories, Father God. I pray that you would push back the plans of the enemies, Lord God, in these upcoming elections. And the local board of ed, Father, you see who's trying to slip in. And Father, I just pray that the local communities would go out and vote, Father, that they would look and see, Jesus, the people that are choosing to stand for you. God, and I just pray, Father, for wisdom, Lord God, in these upcoming votes, Father God. Father God, I just pray, Jesus, for the hearts of these children, Lord God. I just pray, God, for the for the youth workers in every church, Lord God, in this region, Lord God, that the fire of God, that you would pour out your spirit, Lord Jesus, within the body of Christ, Father, that these children would be so equipped with your presence, Lord God, that they
that they would go to their schools, Father, and that they would be light to their peers, God, that they would bring their peers to, the, to their local churches, Father God. Lord God, I just pray that you would use social media, that they, people would fall upon um, pastors and, and sermons and, and Christians, Father, that, that are teaching about you, God, that you will draw people, even use the social media for your good, Father God. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for you are good. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now let's say it together. You have made us the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath, that in all our ways and endeavors that we are highly favored and deeply loved, but we are blessed. Amen. Be a blessing. Amen. Grab yourself a cup of tea or coffee. Thank you for being here tonight.